Welcome to the VBAC Home Birth Stories podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Winning. I'm a home birth, free birth guide, fear and mindset coach, podcaster, speaker, women's rights activist, and highly sensitive person. I'm a mother of three girls, and I've had two unplanned and unneeded C-sections with a special scar. I birthed our third 4.5 kilo baby at home in a free birth after not being able to access a home birth midwife. My own journey has sparked a deep passion to support women to find their strength and courage to create the pregnancy, birth and postpartum you desire and deserve. This podcast is for women wanting to learn more about VBATs, especially home births and professionals who want to learn more about how to support VBAC women and families. I hope you enjoy this podcast. Are you doubting your ability to birth your baby at home? It's normal after a highly medicalized birth like induction or surgical birth to doubt in your innate ability to birth your baby. Those interventions don't exactly scream trust in a woman's ability to birth. I can tell you after my own experience of having a free birth after two surgical births that our bodies are absolutely capable of birthing on our own just as they are capable of growing an entire human being from a tiny egg and sperm. Trust in yourself, mama. Listen to your call and your wisdom within. Allow her to speak to you. And if you want guidance and support to tap into your voice and find your path in your home birth journey, doors are now open to my six-month home birth group program where you will get gently held through your journey to find your voice and listen to her back yourself with birth knowledge and come home. Let me tell you from experience, that journey can be super challenging, but so rewarding. Getting to the end after experiencing the home birth on your terms is powerful work that awakens every fiber in your being and having support and someone to guide you through that. So you're feeling positive and confidence could be the difference between having that beautiful home birth that you're planning on and ending up transferring. I invite you, dear sister. Hello and welcome to another episode. I am excited to share. It's our 100th podcast episode today. And wow, what a journey I've been on. What a journey this podcast has been. What an experience this has been as well. I wanted to share some VBAC home birth reflections from the podcast some lessons learned, celebrate successes, share some of my favorite top stories that we've had on some of the favorite episodes, and also some of the most listened to podcast episodes, and also share some things that you guys have actually sent in to me throughout the journey as well. It's a really beautiful way of being able to reflect on this journey and share about the podcast, celebrate the podcast, and really get into the beauty of this podcast. So first of all, I want to reflect on the journey. So if you haven't been with me since the very beginning, or if you if you haven't listened to one of the podcast episodes where I have shared where this podcast came from, I originally started this podcast because I was on my own journey of having a free birth after two cesareans. And at the time there were there was one feedback podcast that I knew of, another one that was starting And I always wanted to have my own podcast for the last couple of years before that, but I wasn't exactly sure 
what sort of podcasts I wanted to have. And so it all came together and made sense for me when I was pregnant with my free birth baby because I didn't feel like I had a place for me. I didn't feel like there were enough home birth stories on the VBAC stories podcasts and I didn't feel like there were enough stories about plus size women or uh, special scars or any of those things that were really relating to me. But for me, it was about the home birth. So I created this podcast and then I got to do some really fun things and interview people who were experienced in this field, who had been supporting women in home births, who had researched in different aspects that I was interested in. I got to have some beautiful special guests come and I got to pick their brains. And that was really scary for me to reach out and actually ask those experts or leaders in the industry to come on to my brand new podcast and I found the courage to be able to do it and I was worried about rejection I was worried that they wouldn't respond or that they weren't interested Um, but I put myself out there anyways because I knew it would be valuable for me but I also knew it would be valuable for you and it was really scary and I got some responses and people started to say yes and that was really cool That was really exciting. And then I had to come up with questions like, what am I going to ask these people who are experts in this industry? I'm not the best at coming up with questions, I have to admit. So that's something I'm still learning about, understanding what questions to ask, what exactly do I want to ask, how is the flow of the conversation going to go? And that's something I'm still navigating And when you're kind of booking in with people, you often want to let them know, hey, these are the questions I'm going to be asking. But my interview style is more go with the flow. We'll see where we go. Um, But people like to know what they're going to talk about. And so for me, it would be easier if people would say, this is what I would like to talk about. But quite often as the interviewer, you kind of need to have those questions up front. So you kind of work it out between the two of you. And I've fumbled my way through. So we're coming up to We're at two and a half years since this podcast has been going with 100 episodes now, and I fumbled my way through this experience. The only way to do things is to learn. I learned how to do it. I did a course on how to do podcasts. I joined a bunch of groups. I watched a bunch of YouTube videos, and I... I created this. I did it all. I did the tech. I did the emails. I did promotion and I did all those things. I reached out to real mums and and expert leaders and it was a project. It's a mission. It was a whole project on its own outside of everything else that I was doing and juggling and being pregnant. I was around about 20 weeks pregnant and really winding down my postpartum online business at the time but I was kind of gearing up my home birth journey. So I was definitely in the mode of wanting to get as much information and and as much information as possible during that time. So it's honestly been a bit of a journey. It's been a adventure. It has been, sometimes it's been quite challenging, especially when I had a newborn baby and I pivoted directions in my business. There were times where having the podcast was challenging where I it it sometimes takes five hours to create one podcast episode some are much quicker ones that I create for myself and I don't interview people they can be a lot quicker 
but there's still a process of having to record, having to book in somebody, having to have conversations back and forth to book in times to sometimes people don't turn up, they get the times wrong or they have sick children or things happen. And then you have the interview or you have the podcast episode, you've got to get the questions organized, you've got to organize yourself. Then you edit the podcast after it's been recorded and then you schedule the podcast, you write up what it's all about and then it has to go on the website and it has to go here and it has to go there and then you've got to promote it. So it often becomes at least a three-hour to five-hour exercise per episode. And so to have a 100 of those under my belt is it shows a lot of time and effort. It takes a lot of organizing. It takes a lot of patience. It takes a lot of thought process as well. There's a lot of episodes in there where I've had to come up with the content myself. And so that requires either research or learning about something or asking people in the industry questions or mum's questions or sharing my own experiences. And so that has been wonderful because it has helped me learn more about birth. It has helped answer a lot of questions that maybe I knew a little bit about, but have gone deeper in or things that I may have known a lot about and then have moved on to other things. And I've had to kind of deep dive into that topic again. So I really enjoy that I get to talk about all different aspects, all different things. And it kind of keeps me excited and motivated because there's like a thousand million billion things that you can talk about when it comes to birth and home birth and VBAC and women and people and motherhood and all those things. And So in that aspect, it has been really exciting and sometimes it's been quite challenging. There's been a lot of growth. There's been a lot of changes. There's been um, a lot of things. But one thing that I am very, very proud of is the consistency. It hasn't always been perfect. There have been, when I first started, I think it was fortnightly and then there was a bit of a break when I had my baby, my free birth. And there have been a few breaks in between with Christmas, you know, six-week breaks and things. But that's fine. I think it's important to have breaks because you need to go on holidays. You need to have downtime. So I try to communicate those things with you guys. So you know that you're not left in the lurch or that I'm on holidays or I'm having a bit of a break and just navigating how that will look. Some people do seasons where they do 10 podcasts and then they're off for like three or four months. And that looks really cool for some people. For me, I really enjoy doing the weekly content because that helps me stay consistent, stay accountable, stay in the groove. And it's been something that's like a constant. It's always there. I've always got some long form copy and some really good value to share with you. And it's really about being valuable. It's about sharing things that I think will be valuable or helpful for you on your journey, thinking about things that were helpful for me. I really do appreciate your input. So if there were things that you wanted to hear on the podcast or people you wanted to hear from, please do send me an email because this podcast is for you. And it makes my job so much easier if I don't have to think about all these things on my own. It's not like I'm having a conversation and I would love to have a conversation with you and hear what exactly you would like to have the engagement, to have the conversation, to have the brainstorming. So I'm more than happy for you to send me an email, whether you're a birth worker, a midwife, a doctor, a mother, if you're planning on a future home birth, I would love to hear from you. Tell me what your challenges are. 
Tell me what you would like to hear about. Tell me what would light you up and excite you or who you would love to hear from. Even if it was Oprah, I would still try to get in contact with her. I don't know who should come on the podcast. Not that Oprah has things to share on home birth, but it doesn't matter how big they are. Let's strive for the stars. I mean, that would scare the shit out of me if I was trying to reach out to Oprah. And I imagine it would be quite impossible. But if there was somebody in the birth industry or the pregnancy or the home birth industry that you think would be amazing to have on the podcast, let me know. I'll see if I can get in contact with them. Or if you know how to get in contact with them, that would be even more helpful. If you can team me up with people in the industry that you would like to have on, that would be so super helpful. And if you're somebody in the industry that does have these sorts of connections and you think they would be great for the podcast, please let them know and ask them to reach out to me because this is about connecting. It's about sharing good, reliable information, valuable content to support women in this space. And I want many, I want hundreds of thousands of women to be choosing to have VBACs at home. I want them to be choosing home birth. I want women to be choosing vaginal birth. I want them to know that they have a choice. I want them to know that home birth is a valuable and safe and viable option. I want us to be having the conversation more in the real world. I want us not to be scared and I want people to take it seriously. And so I want to grow to hundreds of thousands of women to listen to the podcast. I want women to hear stories. I want doctors and midwives to hear stories and I want to make real change. And so the more people who listen to the podcast, the more quality guests we get, the more reliable research and information that we get, the better this podcast will be and the stronger we will be in numbers. So I'm willing to do the work and I'm willing to do the time and I'm willing to learn and grow and hold space And I call on you as my community to really join in and be part of the community and be part of this as well. So that's how I feel about it. I feel like I'm ready to take this to the next level. I feel like I've come a long way, but I feel like I had a lot of really amazing guests at the start of my podcast and I've kind of veered off not having that many experty guests on the podcast for a while it just felt a little bit more challenging having to reach out to people and kind of navigate those conversations but now I'm feeling ready to take more of those on to have more of those conversations because I really do love those conversations I actually really enjoy interviewing and asking probing conversation uh, questions and getting juicy information and that's kind of my zone of genius I think in I love learning. So if I can get somebody to chat with, then that's really my cup of tea. So that's kind of where the journey of the podcast has been. I want to share with you some highlight listener contributions. Some that I've grabbed from Apple, uh, what is it? Apple iTunes or whatever they call it these days. And some that people have sent in to me either on Instagram or Facebook or through the feedback home birth group on Facebook. Thank you for sending these in. I really appreciate when I hear from people to know that this podcast has been helpful and valuable in some way, to know that it has changed the trajectory of your birth, even in even in a small way. But I know how powerful women's stories and sharing knowledge can be. So it just inspires me even more. So if you have been enjoying listening to this podcast, please do send me the feedback or 
leave the feedback on iTunes for me if you've got one of those accounts because that helps boost the numbers of engagement of people being able to see it. The more feedback we can get on those, either Spotify or iTunes, I think iTunes is probably the only place to leave reviews, the better the credibility of the podcast, the better it's going to get out there, the more people are going to see it and the more people we can help, the more women we can help, the more babies we can help. So it will take you like five minutes max to kind of jump on there and give feedback or give me feedback. And, you know, it means the world to me. It really does. It, it, it's so nice to hear from the listeners because I'm having like a one-way conversation a lot of the time. So I don't get to sit down and go, Hey, so what do you think about this podcast episode? Or what did you think about that? What would you like me to change? What do you, you know, I'm kind of just having this one-way conversation. So I want to read out some of these. There's probably about five to 10, and I just want to read these out because these really mean a lot to me. And I want you to know that they mean a lot to me. So thank you very much. So this one here is, thank you, Ashley Winning, for sharing my photos. But more importantly, thank you for your amazing podcast that inspired my free birth. Your podcast was a great resource, and I love hearing stories that allowed me to fully visualize what I wanted, and I still listen to each episode now. You've created an amazing thing, smiley face, Brianne. This is from Brianne. This one is from Raya Summer Cree. Thank you, Ashley. Your podcast, Heart and Passion, gave me the strength I needed to start my VBAC home birth journey. Last night, I had my VBAC and gave birth to another beautiful girl in safety and comfort of my own home. To all the mums wanting to achieve the birth of your dreams, you can do it. You are stronger than you'll ever know. This one is from somebody, one of my listeners, Efal. Thank you for so much, Ashley Winning, for your amazing podcast. I started listening to it before I was even on my VBAC journey. And throughout hearing these beautiful stories and learning more about birth on my personal journey to become a doula, I decided to free birth my VBAC baby and is by far the best decision I ever made. So again, a huge thank you. This one is from Nurse Mama 94 I have been listening to these podcasts for the last two months. During my second trimester, they are empowering and encouraging me to continue to advocate for myself. Thank you, Ashley. This one is from FAM1256. Listen up, birth workers. A must listen for birth workers, midwives and doulas, supporting women who are desiring a VBAC outside of the constraints of the hospital system. This one is from April. Thanks, April. Thank you for spreading awareness. My disdain for unnecessary medical intervention and OBS at birth grow is stronger with each episode. Team VBACs. Woo! I love that. This one is from Antonia Anderson. Beautifully held by Ashley and an assortment of empowering birthing stories. You have a beautiful and thoughtful way, way of presenting and directing, which I truly admire. What a great resource of knowledge and stories for women planning VBAC. And I love that you're living this journey yourself. And there is one more, but I'm not sure exactly who it's from. Stories and information beautifully woven together. Love the range of experiences presented. This is so valuable for any woman looking to educate herself about her choices and be inspired. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. 
that actually made my heart swell with pride, with love, with joy, because I'm words of affirmation is my second love language. Spending time with people is my first love language, spending quality time. So this, to hear this is just beautiful. Uh, It really makes the, you know, means the world to me. So thank you very much. Now to get on to some, I think I might go to, before I do favorite episodes and things like that, I want to go to the favorite podcast episodes. No, the top podcast episodes. Not not my favorite. I've got my favorites written down. I'm going to talk to you about the analytics of the podcast. So I want to share some of the most popular podcast listen episodes and I want to share it with you how many listens and all that sort of stuff. So I, my podcast is a very small podcast. It's humble, but compared to many other podcasts, it is quite large. So when I compare myself to some of the podcasts like Midwives, Cauldron, you know, they get ridiculous play listening. They have a huge audience. Uh, even Melanie Jackson and I can't remember her name. Is it um, Core and Reflore? What is it? Core and Restore? I can't remember what it's called. But they have a podcast episode together as well. And uh, they were getting ridiculously huge, like 10,000 listens per episode and things like that. So mine is very humble and small. I don't spend a lot of time promoting it. I, because I've got so many things going on and I'm working with clients and I'm doing programs and I'm doing free workshops and things, I don't have that much time to spend to promote and to do some of those things. But I've also only been doing this for a few years. Some of these people have been doing this for many, many, many years, 10 plus years in the industry. They've built up so many connections, so many, they've done so many speaking opportunities and they already have the platform. So I look back and I reflect at when I was just happy to have one or two people listen to the podcast. When I started the podcast, I was really just aiming for, you know, a handful of women to listen to the podcast. And now I'm really proud and really happy and that I have 156 people listening every single week, which to me is 156 people's lives changed. And I thank you for listening. If you're the same 156 people or if you're coming back, thank you so much because you really do mean a lot to me. I've got 390 Spotify followers and I don't really know what that means. It says here, this is a number of people on Spotify who are currently following your podcast. So that means that 390 people have decided to follow my podcast on Spotify. I think I might be one of them. Maybe I am, maybe I'm not. I think my mum even might be, and I don't even think she has Spotify, but a random thing, she got some email through from, she's got an Apple phone and she got like this podcast thing through. She's not very technically advanced. And it came up and she was looking at the picture and she was like, is that Ashley? And then she listened to one of the podcast episodes. She doesn't even know what a podcast is. She didn't even know I had a podcast. Hopefully the episode she listened to didn't have her in it. Because I don't tell my family, like they know I've got a podcast, but they don't know the name. Nobody listens to the podcast. I'm really like a lone wolf here, paving my own way in life. And I'm like a bit of a, a reject weirdo. Um, So, you know, to see these numbers, and I do compare myself to other people, you know, 
you're trying to figure out, is my podcast good? How can I get more people listening to my podcast? And so there's all these other things that kind of go through your mind when you do have a podcast because you want it to be successful. You want it to be popular. You want it to be liked. You want it to make a difference in people's lives. And so the fastest and quickest way I can think of is getting great reviews, getting word of mouth, making sure that you guys are enjoying the content and you're sharing it with people that you truly think will um, make a difference. It'll help that I get you guys to share your amazing VBAG home birth stories with me. So if you have a story, please do connect with me and let me know. I would love to interview you for the podcast. Um, so also on average, we get about 137 plays on per episode. And I'm just looking here. We've had 40,331 plays all time. So this podcast has been going for just around about two and a half years now. And so that's amazing. 40,000 plays it's had. I didn't think I would ever get to that number. I never, you just, you don't even know what's going to happen when you do these things. So I think that that's really cool. I find that really exciting. And we're celebrating a hundred podcast episodes, which to me is consistency. It's showing up every single week. It's having the passion and the desire to want to do that. Even though this is a free thing, I don't get paid for this. I still show up every single week and I provide three to five hours out of my own personal time to do this podcast. And so in many ways, I'm very proud of myself. And also it shows me just how much I can do and how much more I can do. And um, it's been a really fun experience as well. So that's kind of the analytics. I'll share with you the analytics for podcast episodes. So I'll share audience. So 47% are from Australia, 35% are from the United States, 6% from UK, 3% from Canada, 2% from New Zealand, 2% from Ireland, 1% from Germany. And then there's like under 1% that kind of go. We've got 68% who listen from Apple Podcasts, which is interesting. People love Apple. Uh, 18, that means heaps of you guys can give reviews. So please do, if you're listening from Apple, please do it right now. And I will love you forever. Uh, Spotify, 18.9%. And then there's a few others. And episode rankings. Now, these are the older episodes, so it makes sense that they've got some of the highest rankings because they've been there the longest. But the most popular episode we've got is episode 12 with Dr. Rachel Reed on instinctive and physiological birth with 1,057 listens. We've got episode 40 with Sarah who had an epic healing free birth. She's got 959 the third one is episode 18, which is part one of my birth story, Ashley, part one, two unnecessary cesareans. That's 905. And then we've got one of my old clients, Kamal, who had an unplanned, unassisted free birth, VBAC. Uh, so, and then it goes on and on and on. So I just wanted to kind of share some of those insights and some of those analytics for you as well, because they're kind of juicy and exciting. And let's slide into some of my favorite podcast episodes. My favorites have been interviewing the experts and I love interviewing experts because it's like my time 
that I can ask, especially because a lot of the experts that I interviewed at the beginning of the podcast were before I had my free bath. So I was really seeking information. I was like, I want to know everything about physiological birth. I want to know everything about oxytocin. I want to know everything about the hormones. I want to know how I can birth my baby vaginally. And so I got some really amazing experts on at the first half of the podcast, mostly before I had my uh, home birth myself. And they were some of my favorite podcast episodes because I was in such awe of these people. I was just, oh my goodness, I couldn't believe that they were coming onto my podcast. I couldn't believe that they were sharing their time for free, that they were willing to share, that they were so generous, so kind, so considerate. They were just beautiful people. And I've had nothing but really positive experiences with most of the guests that I've had on. Everyone is usually very grateful and uh, studious. Most people show up to the podcast episode, which is really nice to have, especially mums who have just had their babies or they've got newborn babies and them turning up and them showing up and sharing their stories really means a lot to me. Um, I'm really, really, really grateful for the women who share their stories, especially in their postpartum, because you've just come out of birthing your baby. And the first thing that you want to do is like share that story and inspire other women. And that's just so bloody powerful. That is just so kind and considerate and loving and just what us women do. And it's so powerful too because that inspires other women and it's just a beautiful gift. So I've just loved it. I've just loved being able to pick apart people who are experts in the industry and I can't wait to come up with a list of more people. I'm just kind of rack my brains about who I should be targeting next. Yeah, I'll call it targeting, but basically people try, I'm trying to trap in my nets and get in and be like, come and be on the podcast. <laughs> um, some of the my favorite podcast episodes is uh, Emma 55, episode 55. Emma shared her story of 18 days of uh, ruptured membranes and then she ended up having a free birth. And I was just so like, wow, I'd never heard of this before, people going until 18 days after to have their baby. And most of the time women get induced or women have cesareans. So this podcast felt like a game changer for so many women. And for me, it definitely has been a game changer. For any woman who is ever, I've had my, you know, waters leaking or anything, this is the podcast episode that I sent to them. I really enjoyed Katie's episode where she shared of her home birth uterine rupture. I felt that Katie was so courageous and so brave to share in her postpartum. And I feel like there were so many gold nuggets of wisdom to hear and listen to in Katie's experience of the signs, the feelings, how people responded, what happened afterwards. It was a real good insight into what could happen. I also got to share at episode 44, I got to interview Ben, a partner's story. He was sharing his side of the story after I interviewed his partner, Sarah. And I really did enjoy Sarah's story as well. She had a really wonderful story. It was a very challenging free birth and it was a lot of mindset kind of work that was going on. But Sarah told her story in a very different light to how Ben shared his story. 
And so when I heard Ben share his story, he had a very different kind of viewpoint as a supportive partner, as somebody who was witnessing his partner in so much pain and so much struggle and him feeling a little bit vulnerable and not, you know, having to keep it together. And so it was really nice to hear from a man and hear his insights. And I think I just had a conversation with my husband. I think I would like to do some more podcast episodes with men. I would like to hear their insights. I would like to do a segment for men to share their wisdom with other men because I think it would be really valuable and helpful and I think it would be a really great thing to add to this podcast. So if you have a partner who would be happy to share and is really great at articulating his feelings and sharing articulate details, then I would love to have him on the podcast. Please do you know, email me. I also really enjoyed Dana's podcast episode because she shared about her challenges with the system, with having sugar, glucose, and watching her glucose go up and down as she was having to go into hospital. And she just really suffered a lot in the hospital system. And so that story really stuck to me. And, um, so many, 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 many more stories. Every I remember nearly every woman's story, a little piece of it or how it resonated or how, you know, I had this a similar experience. There's been many women who I've had on the podcast who their stories are so similar to mine as well and many women who have had many different stories. So I get exposed to so many different things that kind of happen and through that process of hearing so many women's stories, I've also learned so much about birth. I've learned about what is important for women and what is, you know, what what they're kind of thinking and how they're kind of feeling. And so for somebody like me who really likes learning about people, likes asking questions, this has been really fulfilling for me and enjoyable as well. And the last thing I would like to do is really express gratitude. I want to thank you for listening. I want to thank you for anyone who has shared their stories or been a guest on the podcast who has ever given a review, who has ever tagged a friend, who has ever shared the podcast with somebody that they know. Or thank you for listening because all of those things are really helpful. All those things make a real difference. And that's the whole point of this podcast to make a difference for other people. So I'm reflecting today. I'm excited. I'm really grateful that I went on this journey. I'm really grateful for the opportunities it's given me to grow and to connect with so many powerful, amazing women. I always go back to this memory that I had with an old friend of mine who I'm no longer in contact with. And I just remember her saying to me, I had this dream of like having a group of women support each other and uplift each other. And I remember her saying, Ashley, women are bitches and they will never support each other. They just always want to drag each other down. And this is kind of like in the days where you didn't have groups on Facebook you just had like those pages and everyone was always at, their, at each other's throats and there was all those housewife movies and TV shows, reality dramas. And so it was really showing a horrible side of women, not all women, just certain women or people. And 
when the mothers groups did open up on Facebook, everyone was pretty catty and pretty rude until a lot of admins really took responsibility for those groups and really started to show leadership. I feel like a lot of people were happy to open groups, but not a lot of people were willing to step up in a leadership role and create safe spaces for women and people. And I see now in these times, a lot of groups are respectful in men and women groups or just women groups, and they have really strong rules. They won't allow people to be disrespectful, rude, abuse each other and that sort of thing. And so that was really hard for me to envision at a time where I was, I felt like I was surrounded by bitches everywhere. (laughs) I felt like everyone was really mean in those times. And now I feel like I, um, I feel like I'm surrounded by women who do care about each other, who do want the best for each other. And now I feel like I've just visualized and created what I want in my life that I've just, you know, there's always a few catty people, nasty people, hurt people, defensive people. There's always a few of those people around. But majority of the people that I see in my life or who are part of our birthing community and village really are amazing people. And so I'm really proud that we have a VBAC home birth community of over 1,200 women now and that they're so supportive and loving to each other that people are really respectful and that people actually want to, the women want to help each other in the most kindest, loving way. And so out of everything that I've done, this has, my mission has always been, I'm getting emotional. (laughs) I'm getting really emotional. I'm emotional because I realize that my, my vision has come to life, that anything really can be achieved if you really set your mind and you really do put in time and effort and you do walk towards your your dreams and your goals and your visions. And I'm just so grateful, you know, that the majority of the people that I've had, my biggest fear was that they would be cruel or say hurtful things or not want to be involved. And I've had such positive responses and such overwhelming positive experiences. And this is me being really vulnerable. And this is me reflecting on this journey and of me becoming a mum after free birth, after two cesareans, after being kicked out of hospital, out of people not believing in me, out of the system not believing in me and me feeling that I'll never have this vaginal birth. And now I homeschool. I have a what I call a successful business. I am going to the gym consistently three days a week. I have three beautiful daughters. I have a beautiful husband who adores me, who I adore. And I really do have this beautiful life. It comes with hardships, just like everyone else, of course. But the skill set, the community, the mindset work, the growth, it makes life so much easier. And those are the things that I want everyone to learn in life. I want them to know that even if you come from shit, even if you have hard journeys and hard paths, that magical things can really happen and you can create a beautiful life because I've done it. And 
if I can do it, I believe anyone can do it. And so I really just want to inspire women out there, first of all, to have the back home baths. And then subcategory groups, like if you're plus size, you can have a VBAC, you can have a home birth. If you are, have GD, you can have a home birth. If you give birth to big babies, if you have a special scar. And so I really want to mirror to people that if I could do it, you can do it. It takes work, but the work is harder short term, but it's easier long term. And that's my experience. It's hard to have to implement the mindset, to implement the changes. But long-term, it is so much easier and it's like a true gift. And so that's what I want to give on to you. I have really enjoyed making this episode. I love reflecting. I love talking. I love sharing. And so I hope that you've enjoyed this episode and I would love to hear from you if you've got any stories, if you've got any feedback, if you want to be a guest, if you have any questions, please do send me an email. My new email is hello at ashleywinning.com or you can hit me up on Instagram, which is Ashley L. Winning. I will be bringing you a brand new episode next week, which will be episode number 101, which is super exciting in the new 100 category. We're in the triple digits, baby. And we're just going to go up and up from here. Um, Have a beautiful week. Have a beautiful day. And I look forward to bringing you a new episode next week. Thanks, guys. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to the VBAC Home Best Stories podcast. I hope this episode has helped you take another step forward in your VBAC home birth journey. If you enjoyed this episode, please take a second to rate and review. Each review helps me get this message out to more women just like us. Want to follow along and get freebies and offerings? Find me on Instagram, Ashley L. Winning, and send me a DM to say hi. And come and join our safe group on Facebook. Just search Feedback Home Birth Support Group. Until next time, keep shining beautiful.